Ireland's Class Kids Radio. How are you doing? It's Trina Marr. I'm delighted to get this man on the phone. We we had a few failed attempts, didn't we, Ahmed? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my phone. It's crazy, but I know. so happy to talk to you now. We can send a man to space, but we cannot get a phone working. So tell me this much. Actually, introduce yourself to everybody. Ahmed Jalili coming to Ireland at the end of October and cannot wait. Do you know it's just the way that I got you to do that because I knew I'd pronounce your name incorrectly. <laughs> I know, that was very clever. <laughs> See, genius. So yeah, you're coming to town. I'm very excited. Everyone will know you're a comedy act because uh, I mean, you're all over the telly. You're the man who made the Queen laugh. Very famous for that. Apparently they said I was the last person to make her laugh in public. If you don't count when she met Liz Truss. Uh, because she just started laughing when she saw her. <laughs> and that was a few weeks after. Yeah, um, yeah it was it was quite a quite a thing. I couldn't believe how many Irish people were there. There was a it was a huge pageant for her seventieth platinum jubilee, and I got very moved actually. There was there was a big Irish regiment did with all the dancing, and it was actually very beautiful. It was beautifully done, and uh, from what I see, she absolutely loved it. She loved the whole thing and the fact that she laughed. It's a big thing that we gave her a great, I mean, unfortunately passed away a few months afterwards, but to be part of something that was just to celebrate her and her personality and actually kind of make fun. It was it was called a gallop through history, five hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Kind of making fun of England. It was, yeah. I was I was there in a costume, literally ripping ripping the PISS of the British. I know you'd uh, actually think that some people, the background people, would be so stuffy they wouldn't allow that to happen. Well, yes, it no, happened. It happened. It was a tremendous thing. It was good good to see that people have a sense of humour. I think yeah. that was the royal family do have a sense of humour, and it was good they can make fun of themselves. Yeah, I think great. I think she's great crack. I think well she was was great crack. I think she w- she was probably great fun and we, we used to see little bits of it but then there was this kind of people expected her to be serious but I actually think behind the scenes I'd say she was a great laugh. And she's a great laugh and also you, you have to I'm not just saying this because I'm speaking to Irish radio but it was quite moving where when she met Martin McGuinness and and, and, and you know obviously it was her uncle I think it was right. Mountbatten Mount was blown yeah, up yeah, 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 but, that's right. she put all that aside and shook hands with people there and smiled I mean it was it actually it takes a lot of strength and, and you know power to do that so fair mm. play to her God we're God very, we're very serious now aren't we Ahmed yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk comedy so listen it, it's some of your stuff is just so hilarious there's one routine that you do that I just find especially funny and it's the the one about the foreign accents you oh, know no. like oh, foreign accents oh you've seen that yeah, yes. oh yeah. My God. so you know the one where <laughs> people like to be you know posh and they're, they're reading out a French name of something and they try to do like the, the French accent oh that um, oh sorry I, th- I thought you meant accent, accent shift syndrome which is a real thing you know where people have an operation and they wake up it's before the operation they speak normally and then something happens neurologically and with the um the mouth where they start talking and then jamaican accent yeah. or chinese there's that oh oh you're oh you're talking about one of my oldest routines of, of english this i do like to make fun of english people and i think that's probably why when i come to ireland 
people like me because I lived in Ireland for three years. Did you? And when they see me, yeah, yeah, when they see me, they don't, they don't see kind of ethnic minority. They just see not English. Not English. Though, what team do you support? Anybody but yes. England. Whoever is Anybody playing England. England. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lived in, I, I went to, well, actually I went to university in the north. It was the University of Ulster in Coleraine. But because I played football for the university team, we travelled around all the time. We, we came to the south quite a bit. Oh, did you? And my daughter, my daughter's married to someone from Letterkenny, actually. So we, ah. so all our in-laws are in, you know, the Republic. Although it's interesting, Letterkenny's in Donegal. They've all got Northern Irish accents. Yeah, but I know, it's, but uh, it's that, yeah, but it's the Republic. I know, yeah. It's, it's funny fantastic. to understand for other people. Yeah, Letterkenny. Well, I often make fun of the English because there are the English who do that, that, especially when they go to the Edinburgh Festival. They're always they think they have to pronounce anything ethnic mm. with the correct accent. Come here, is, is Edinburgh as rough as we hear in that when you go there, you nearly need a three-week holiday because you're so exhausted at the end of it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's something. I remember the last festival I did was uh, 2022 and I, I only did a two-week run, but I was, I was knackered after Yeah, you're that. half dead. You're half dead after the foot. I think it's because you forget because you're there, you're seeing friends, you're performing. Performing takes that. You usually need to take a rest after a show, but you're bang on, you're out there, you're talking to people up till four in the morning. I used to go around and pick up, because I don't drink, the only comic has a car. I go around and I scoop comedians off the, off the streets and take them home because they're usually drunk they don't know where they are. <laughs> and I provide a cab service for them. I just drive around picking up people. It's fantastic. <laughs> the designated driver. You're a handyman to know. I am, yeah. So the, the next show that you're doing when you come to art, what is this one all about? This one was, the, in fact, you know, this, this is by popular demand because I did do a tour, but I never got, because it, it started in the middle of a lockdown, unfortunately. Mm. So... Um, I couldn't come over, so that that particular tour finished. But I've moved on since that since that particular tour. So I think I've got a better show right now. It's the best bit of that last tour, and all my thought. We take in lots of things that have gone on, like the woman life freedom revolution in Iran. We take in a lot of current things that are going on. I can't just talk about the Zoom gigs we did during pandemic. Mm. So um, a lot of the material's being replaced. So it's it's a uh, it's. The best of the last tour and, and the beginnings of something really new. And your telly work. What's going on with the telly work? Are you still doing some things? Yes. Yeah, the odd thing. I just did a... You can actually see it on Catch Up. It was a great series called The Change with Bridget Christie. Any woman over 50 will relate to it about how women have never been remunerated for all the work. So I played the husband of Bridget Christie, who is a comedian who basically has given me a ledger full of all the time she spent like I've spent 20 minutes putting the kids to bed she's literally put, she's oh, added up it. all the minutes I love it I'm going to do that when I get home that is yeah, brilliant 10 minutes oh, even sex with husband 1 minute 20 <laughs> 1 minute 20 she, she, wants, she wants her time back <laughs> and then she goes off to find herself and I go chasing her so it's a fun series. It's on Channel 4. It's got that to change. That sounds brilliant. It. Because you're an actor as well, of course. And you've, I mean, you've done loads of movies too. Yes, I know. there's a few other movies. There's a big movie. Actually, do you know what? I think it's Ireland. I think it's coming out in November. It's, it's the first musical about the life of Jesus since Jesus Christ Superstar. Hmm. You know that TV show Glee in America? Yeah, where yeah. It's basically Glee does baby Jesus. So okay. it's a story. I'm one of the wise men. It's when Jesus is born. So there are three stories. There's Jesus and Mary going off to, to, to save, that's not, sorry, Joseph and Mary go off to have the baby. Herod, 
then goes to try and kill all the babies. And then you've got the three wise men chasing as well. So it's called Journey to Bethlehem, released by Sony Pictures around November 10th in America, and I think worldwide shortly afterwards. But that's really, you know, that, that's so funny. We magi are three wise guys. will bring <laughs> the finest herbs our royal wealth can buy. <laughs> oh, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that this morning, I have to say. Was I not. I was not. The movie stuff that you do, I would I don't know if I've had the patience for the waiting around. There's a lot of waiting around, isn't there? No, but that's that's no, but that's the best bit. Oh, is it? In fact, the catering part. <laughs> no, honestly, Trina, when you enjoy yourself so much on set, the filming is actually the interruption. I've worked honestly, I've worked with Robert Redford, who was chatting to me and the chat was so amazing. And as they were saying, turn over, get ready for action. And he, he said, no, no, hang on. I've not finished my conversation. He had the power to say, could you hold the film? Mate? Could you hold I'm everybody? Yeah, com- I'm busy yeah. here. That's brilliant, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, you'd love to have that power. So what movie did you do with him? The film I did with him was him and Brad Pitt called Spy Game. A really cool, um, a cool film about how spies work and how spies actually have each other's back and help each other. It was, it was released in 2001, but it did badly because it was released after 9-11 and there was a suicide bombing okay, bit yeah. in it, which yeah. I don't think the Americans appreciated. So the film didn't do too well, but it's still a good film. Yeah, yeah. God, Brad, I love the way you just name dropped there. Oh, just Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was in it there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, Brad, he was married to Jennifer at the time. We, we, all, we all hang out together. We all Great. hang out together. So you did that and you did uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. You did Sean the Sheep. <laughs> Is it, isn't it? Is he just going through my credits? Yes, is that what, you did Gladiator. Yeah, that's what I've done. I've Googled here. We did Sex in the City 2, The Mummy. It yeah. goes on and on and on. Yeah. Did you always want to be an actor? I think so. I, I saw a film called The Graduate with um, Dustin Hoffman. And I think I'd seen a, an Al Pacino movie. And for some reason, I thought, yeah, that's me. I'm going to do that. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. so delu- Kids are so deluded, aren't they? You just think, yeah, I can do that. And then amazingly, um, I did theatre studies, actually, at the University of Ulster. And um, and then, uh, in fact, it was actually, I have to tell you this, my, I had the same teacher as Jimmy Nesbitt. So oh, Jimmy Nesbitt yeah. was there. He was there a couple of years before me. And uh, this, this one lecturer kept saying, you remind me so much of Jimmy Nesbitt. And I don't know, you, you're, not, you're not the same character, but I, I, you just have this, I have this feeling you're going to do well. And actually, years later, she sent me an email saying, yeah, I was right. You and Jimmy Nesbitt are my two, my two prodigies. So, uh, yeah, I was very, very, very thankful, very thankful to the people of Ireland. Actually. I think I became a stand-up comedian because of all the funny people I was around. Yeah. I, I, everywhere, any person I came across, I just laughed with. And I think that they gave me a real appreciation of being ironic and having a sense of humour. So it's me coming back to Ireland to say thank you. Thank you for do giving you know, me I think comedy is the hardest job you could do. Because the com- number one, the material, coming up with the material, don't know how you do it. And then the confidence to go out on that stage and to be there by yourself, hoping and praying that people are going to laugh. I mean, I just don't know how people do it. But Especially yeah, at the beginning. You, at have- the be- you know, when, you, when you've moved on throughout your career, you know, you, OK, I, I am funny. But at the start, when you're not sure whether you are or you aren't, I don't know how people do it. This is why you need m- massive doses of complete and utter narcissism. Uh, <laughs> and that's helped me so much. <laughs> So just be mad about yourself and go for it. I remember Michael McIntyre when he was younger. He asked me for advice when he just been he goes, he goes, hi, I'm I'm Michael McIntyre. I've done eight shows. I've stormed them all. Do you have any um? Do you have any kind of advice for me? I said, well, what you need is self belief because even if shows go badly, 
90% of it is self-belief. If you believe in yourself, you'll do well here. He goes, oh, no, I've got plenty of self-belief. Have you got any other tips? <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favourites as well. He's brilliant. I've never gotten to see him actually live, only on the telly. So I'm going to, I must good. make that my, yeah, make that thing. So look, you're coming to Ireland. You're going to be on the Good Times Tour um, yeah. between the 24th and the 27th of October. I'm just looking here at the venue. So you're at uh, Vicar Street in Dublin on the 26th of October and you're also doing Galway on the 27th and the 10th. Galway's sold out already, oh, unfortunately. It's gone, so it? okay. get, get yourself to Vicar Street. All right, well, look, it's been lovely talk and I could talk to you all day. Great to talk to you, Trina. Cheers, Thank you so bye-bye. Much. So there he goes, the comedian Ahmed Jalili. You'll know him, actually, because he used to present BBC's Have I Got News For You as well. It's Ireland's Classic Kids Radio.